You're listening to Mr. Suave at MrSuave.com. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Just as you always suspected, they have money to burn in Washington. October and you know what that means. Time for another spooktacular modcast. DJ Ken from the Shingles is back for his 12th annual Halloween modcast. Be sure to check in at MrSwab.com on or after October 30th for the best musical tribute to our favorite non-Christmas holiday. DJ Ken's Halloween show on MrSwab.com. doesn't approve of political jokes because he's seen too many of them get elected. Close the curtain and pull the handle for the lesser of most evils. The founder, producer, and mixologist of the Modcast, Mr. Suave. Got a cover show for you this week that will probably make your head explode and your ears bleed. Welcome to Modcast number 464, Who Did It Better? Which I will undoubtedly piss off a bunch of people by proclaiming 
various covers to be far superior versions than the original songs themselves. That's right, I'm taking some songs that are probably near and dear to your hearts and uh, then I'm going to tell you that somebody did it better than the original. I kicked off the show with a song originally written and recorded by blues bassist Willie Dixon and his uh, early 50s combo, The Big Trio, recorded that in I think 1951, did the original version of Violent Love, which later, years and years later, oingo boingo, they took it, gave it a ska backbeat and turned it into a classic bit of new wave ska on their self-titled 1980 EP on IRS Records. I just love, love, love that version. That tons of more cool covers coming. And if you don't like my picks, just let me know. Tell me I'm wrong. Change my mind. You can catch up with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash modmodworld or hit me up on the Modcast homepage at mrswab.com. Don't forget to spell out the mister. Now, here's a cover that's bound to make some of your heads pop. So sad about us.
other guys in town follow you all around just like me Uncomfortable. So we're heavily influenced by a lot of California bands, and this next one's a song by the Jefferson Airplane. This one goes out to everybody because everybody needs somebody to love. When the truth is found to be lies.
somebody loves.
fruit and vegetables back here from those of you who are seriously disagreeing with me about who did it better. Remember, I said better, not best. It's a loophole, I know. Originally recorded in 1959 by the Clovers, that last song I have always found to be pretty hokey, Love Potion Number no. 9. Uh, most famous version is a poppier British Invasion version by the Searchers on their debut album in 1963. But then the White Stripes took and not only bluesed it up, they really strip it down, kind of tear the guts out of it, and then rebuild it in their typical White Stripes grunge garage manner. It was recorded way back in 1997 at one of the duo's earliest live shows at the Gold Dollar Club in Detroit, but was never released until 2012 on their Bastille Day Live single. That show on July 14th, Bastille Day, was allegedly the first time Meg White had ever played the drums. Allegedly. Before that, you heard Material Issue doing their take on Sweet's glam pop classic Blockbuster, the title track to the band's 1991 EP. And just before that was 80s mod surf punk's Agent Orange in a live rendition of Somebody to Love. I remember discovering that recording, I was just, I was blown away by how much better I thought it was than the original. That's from the band's Real Live Sound album, released in 1991. And while I think they really owned that Jefferson Airplane song, I also have a very popular Agent Orange song that I think somebody took and made better. But since this show is only an hour long and I can't include everything, isn't it in this mix right here? Uh, but if you're curious as to what that is, I do have that and a number of other covers that just missed out being in the show. And I've posted videos for all of those over on the Modcast homepage at MrSwab.com. Ahead of that, you heard the 3 O'Clock with Sorry off of their 1983 classic album, 16 Tambourines. The time that came out, I was a young, new mod, and I was, uh, let's be honest, I was fairly ignorant. And then I didn't realize, uh, it took a few years, that that was not a 3 o'clock original. But by the time I did realize, the damage was done. I was in love with the song. And uh, this would always be the definitive version to my young mod ears, and my old mod ears, too. All apologies to the easy beats, and, you know, if it makes anybody, any of their fans feel better, nobody ever topped their Friday on my mind. Before that, I played another one that I think is the absolute definitive version of a song that's been covered by dozens, Jesus, probably hundreds of acts. That, of course, was the mod father himself, Paul Weller, with his take on Bacharach and David's incomparable Close to You. Arguably, arguably one of the greatest pop songs ever written. Change my mind. This being the best version ever is saying something too when you remember that the original, it was the Wrecking Crew who recorded it behind the Carpenters when it went to number one in 1970. And that's not really the original that had been recorded back in the early 60s, but was never a hit until that version because, you know, the Wrecking Crew, right? 
still there's just something about Weller's voice. Um, I once read a critic call his voice the Bricklayer's Baritone. But his voice, it just lifts the song to new heights. I always suspected Backrack was a big influence for Weller during the Style Council days. And with this release of Close to You uh, on his 2004 covers album, Studio 150, he confirmed it for me for sure. And finally starting that set out was another Weller-voiced cover. That of course was the Jams version of So Sad About Us. It's a song first written by one of Weller's heroes and mentors, Pete Townsend. And it turns out it's one of the Who's most covered songs with uh, versions done by everyone from Sean Cassidy to the Breeders. And why not? The song is fantastic. Uh, one of Townsend's best, I think. But the recording for The Who was on the, the Quick One album in 66. Mm, the recording, not so much. I don't think the band had the maturity yet to really nail it. But amazingly, a very young Weller front the jam did nail it. 1978. Um, yeah, in my opinion, they just did it right. It's pretty much a tribute sort of cover. The jam doesn't try to own the song. Um, I don't think Weller would ever do that to a Who song. But still, they just turn out a fantastic version, tribute or not. That was the B-side to Down in this Tube Station at Midnight, coming out in 1978. Uh, production is smoother. The sound reflects better recording technology and practices than anything anyone could have done back in 1966 so that's not an excuse but an explanation how much did i muff this huh you disagree with my picks here let me know change my mind as always you can find a full track list over on wait wait a minute oops just remembered i'm teasing people this week by not putting a track list up i didn't want to list all the covers and stuff just song names mixed in and around and if you want to find out what the versions are and who did it and you know all that good stuff then you actually have to listen to the show imagine that don't worry only doing this because it's a cover show i'll get back to track lists for all the others still do go to the modcast homepage, swab online headquarters over at mrswab.com i've got a lot of videos of covers that almost made this show but then didn't all good in their own right, so check those out at mrswab.com. In the meantime, time for a second set. I've got some classic rock done right, and more coming at you right now. Here's Cake taking a swing at Black Sabbath's War Pigs. Destruction 
world stops turning As you hear the bodies burning No more war pigs have the power
are listening to Mr. Swab's Mod Mod World, the web's longest-running modcast, online at mrswab.com and on modradiouk.net.
wow, just wow. That was what I thought the first time I heard Night Train's stomping Northern Soul interpretation of the Strangler's new wave classic, No More Heroes. That was the legendary first wave acid jazz group's sort of second wind. They released that version of No More Heroes in 2012. And by group, I really mean it's just one guy, DJ Hugh Booker, who's kind of the heart and soul of Night Train's always surrounding himself over the years with great session players for every single and album since the late 80s. Right before that was another new wave classic, given new life with a northern soul twist. Also done in 2012, that of course was Human League's 80s new wave classic Mirror Man, here taken beyond and above by Israel's great soulsters, Men of North Country. And keeping with the uh, acid jazz vibe there. Acid jazz vibe of covers outdoing their ancestors. For that was Goldbug with Led Zeppelin's Whole Lot of Love. That's somewhat surprisingly, they uh, they took the disco vibed dance version with that sort of spy like lounge jazz mixed in. They took that all the way to number three in the UK charts in 1996. Very cool version. I was never a Zep fan really, so. It's not hard for me to enjoy this one uh, much more than the screechy, overshouted original. Change my mind. Another classic rock song given a disco makeover right before that was Pink Floyd's legendary Comfortably Numb. Here, delightfully delivered with kind of a glamish disco falsetto by none other than the Scissor Sisters. I like this take, and uh, I would love to see it laid over scenes from The Wall. If I had any video editing capability to speak of, I'd do it myself. But fortunately for us all, I do not. <clears throat> Still, more classic rock band made better. Ahead of that was The Beautiful South, who have a fantastic covers album, which you're probably aware of, but if you're not, you gotta get it. Gold Diggers, Head Nodders, and Folk Songs. It's the Beautiful South's penultimate release in 2004. Easily one of their funnest listens. Got covers of the Ramones, the Stylistics, uh, Olivia Newton-John, the Zombies, and more. Including this great version of Blue Oyster Cult's 70s acid rock hit, Don't Fear the Reaper. It's an oft-covered tune, but none done as well as this one by the Beautiful South. Petey Heaton's Silky smooth vocals give, me, eh, give it a much warmer feel than the original ever had. It's not even close for me. This should be considered the definitive version. Change my mind. Eh, way up top there, kicking it all off was Black Sabbath's famous anti-war rant, War Pigs. They uh, wrote, played that live sometime around 1968, and later was the hit and lead track on their Paranoid album. Here you heard Cake giving it a complete remake back in 2007 for their covers album B-Sides and Rarities. Who doesn't like a good cover? And what you heard here aren't just good covers. In my mind, they are superior to the originals. Which I know some of you will think is heresy. So be it. You can always jot me on Facebook or Instagram or God forbid Twitter. Nobody argues on there, do they? Got links to all my social media stuff over at mrsuave.com so you can find me anywhere from right there. Also at mrsuave.com, all the also-rans for this week's show. So uh, a nice third set of videos of Superior Covers are up there, and there's some really good ones there, too. So check that out, mrsuave.com. Got one more here to take you out. This is a classic song originally recorded by Ray Charles. Uh, but then it's, it's been just covered up and down and all around by the likes of the Chocolate Watch Band, Humble Pie, Joan Osborne, heavy metal band Wasp even, uh, The Sonics, John Schofield, John Mayer, The Nomads, and tons more. It is a great song, probably why so many people cover it. And maybe this isn't the most superior version. But it is a damn good one, and done by a legendary mod revival act, no less. This is I Don't Need No Doctor. 
complete with samples from Git Carter. Really nice uh, nod to original co-writer Roy Budd. Here then is I Don't Need No Doctor by Secret Affair. I'm Mr. Suave. Thanks for listening. <laughs>